Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, Post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page. Share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you. What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful. Can you let our audience here. know, you know, you're, you're right now, you're a best-selling author. You've been a CEO, yeah. you coach CEOs, uh, keynote speaker. Can you reverse engineer it a little bit to, to let our audience know how you got from there to where you're at now? Yeah. Um, and I don't think your audience should think about this as a path to get there, Kurt, because it really was sort of a jungle gym of this is the next interesting thing and look where I am. Um, so I started my career and my life pretty straight and narrow. So I, I was a rule follower. I had things to do. I was checking off lists. And so I graduated. Uh, well, I'll start before I graduated from college a thousand years ago. I got to the second semester of my senior year and I realized that psych majors either go to grad school or they get paid nothing. And I wanted <laughs> neither of those things. Um, so I pivoted quickly into corporate America using some leadership expertise I'd had and I'd worked in businesses in the summer. And so I grew up with Capital One. And I was there at the exact right time. I was there just before they became huge and said they were willing to hand over to this hungry kind of 22-year-old kid, huge responsibility. So at one point, I was sort of the youngest woman who'd ever been promoted to my level within that organization. And I had huge freedom. So I was doing all of that, really feeling good about checking it off, but not really feeling so fulfilled by what I was doing. And then in my mid-30s, I know this is a shock to you that I'm past my mid-30s, Kurt, but in my mid-30s, six months ago, I, uh, way more, try a decade ago, um, in my mid-30s, uh, my life took a whole left turn. So I had this marriage that I was pretty sure was rock solid and it wasn't. I didn't like my job anymore. And I just, I was kind of, as Brené Brown calls it, face down in the arena. Like I had gotten smacked in the face by the ball. I got up, I got smacked again. I was down. And I looked around and I thought, you know what? I did everything right. I checked all the boxes and I'm still fucking here. Yeah. And so now I'm going to do what I want to do. And so it, that was a gift because it released me from this idea of if you do it all right, you end up here. And I, I had the experience of I did it all right. And I ended up really far away from there. Yeah. And so I might as well do what I want. And so I eventually um, rebuilt a life that was really different than what I'd had before. I started to look at once I was stable as a single mom, leaving my job 
And when I left my job and enrolled in Georgetown School, I literally, Kurt, for the first time in my life, I enrolled only because it sounded interesting to me. So I'm here in this prestigious program. Everybody's standing up on day one in the cohort talking about the businesses they're going to build. And I was like, I just, I thought this sounded cool. <laughs> no plan. Um, I accidentally built a huge blog with a national following about what it was like to be a single mom co-parenting um, and then a blended family. Like none of this had any direction or purpose other than the common thread of I'm going to do what I want and what is interesting to me. And so the side effect of that is you get really, really good at what is interesting to you. You know, if if our audience thinks about like the things that they love, you're probably pretty freaking great at it because you spend lots of time at it. And so that's what happened to me. I got really hooked by how people think and how they lead. And I had this breadth of experience as both an entrepreneur. I had a business in there for several years while I was in and out of Capital One and as a writer and as a senior VP, right? So I had this sort of mishmash of experience that all of a sudden I thought, man, I can bring so much forward to serve clients. And I've, I'm not bringing it always success, right? You're not hiring me because I'm, you know, squeaky clean. Yeah. I'm a little banged up and battered and that's better for us all. Right. And so that is the path that got me here is it was this twisty turny place but really started to gel when I got to a place of this is my, what do they say? This is your one wild and beautiful life, wild and wonderful life. This is it. Like there's no yeah. second act. And I did a bunch of stuff that didn't serve me and I'm done. Um, and that was when things started to take a shift. So something, I, there's a number of things that I wanted to touch on there that are, that are so interesting. And, and um, in my book, I talk about hitting my wall and, and realizing you know, I had a very profitable PR and ad agency that I shut down overnight because wow. I hit that same place you were. I was face down in the arena and just, you know, but a lot of people are, they go through that for years and they won't allow themselves to stop and look at, you know, what am I really good at? What do I really want to do? And sometimes they feel guilty about that. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard sometimes knowing where's that line of I'm giving up too soon. Mm -hmm. I, I got to tough it out and keep going versus, okay, this ain't working, you know? And I, and I ask that question a lot and it, it, it's kind of in, independent. I see it seems to, to the individual person, but it's something that hits. So I would say everyone at some point, and some people just keep pushing on it for, for like 10 or 15 years before they hit a wall. And some like us are like, okay, that's it. We're changing. Well, and to be clear, you know, whenever we bullet point our lives, um, it's hard to tell timelines. So one of the things that I learned about myself in this process, Kurt, so in the dissolution of my marriage, a chapter of that was I was going to save my marriage and I was going to do that by going to marriage counseling by myself. And so the therapist, who is a very kind woman, was like, hey, so this isn't generally how it works. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about the thought process that got you here, right? Let's talk about why you think you can muscle through. And by the way, how we do anything is how we do everything. So this idea that I could just make this work on my own, kind of mine. 
And I said, you know, he's not here now, but he will be here. He's a good man. He's a great father. He's a great teacher. All true. He's a great guy. And she said, so first, you haven't said anything about him as a husband. And second, what data do you have that things will be different? And so as I walked through that, what it created for me is the awareness, Kurt, that if we were on a medical television drama, I would be the person doing CPR two hours after the person was pronounced dead. <laughs> like that's who I am. And my therapist who we formed a relationship over that time in my life got to the point where she labeled it as pathologically optimistic. <laughs> Interesting. And so I think what you get to is a place of awareness about yourself. And so that has been a gift. I carry it forward. And so now, Kurt, I'm much faster to move because I think about, okay, this is how I see that. Would a person who is not pathologically optimistic see it that way? Yeah. Or it's much the same way people who have anxiety are trained to reality test it, right? Like, would someone else be anxious about this? Can I check yeah. with that? And so I think that's how you get to understanding and to moving faster and faster as you move through your life is you bring forward the lessons and the awareness from it. Right. And so I didn't move quickly in my marriage. My goodness. I mean, I have a sweet little girl who was born in the middle and if I'd moved quickly, I wouldn't have had her, but we're talking years. Right. But that lesson brought me to other things. And now I look at things and I'm like, Oh, I'm out. Yeah. This has been, this has been real, but I'm, I'm all done. And it's because I know kind of who, who I am and how I see the world. I don't try to change that, you know, but there are upsides and downsides to being pathologically optimistic and I take them all. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50. That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There, you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free, and there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day, a week, a year of freedom and abundance.